What's up? Top, 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 go, my man. That's the Southwest Philly, Florida, man. Shout out to my cousin Burn. Shout out to my mom. Be away, all y'all, man. We out here, Southwest. The Southwest Philly, Florida. Tony fans, welcome to another episode of the Gold Standard, episode 53. We got breaking news. Our athletic director is leaving for Miami. Whoa. In a senior role. Shocking to us. Yeah, this is big. This is big. I don't know what's going to happen, man. Big so news. That, yeah, that's the... The main, uh, you know, big news. It's the you know, our main focus here, but um, you know, we'll be talking about that. Um, you know, some other items as well. You know, tying a bow on the season, other off-season news that you know has kind of transpired already. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the A10 tournament. We were there last Thursday. Uh, we'll talk about that. We had a great time. That was a really long day, but um, yeah, we had a good time. Um, even in defeat, yep. you know, we'll talk about um, you know, some of the keys of the off season. Um, you know, takeaways from the season. You know, high points, low points. Um, so yeah, but without any further ado, you know, saw this morning. That our athletic director Brian Baptiste, that's Brian uh, Baptiste, <laughs> is leaving for Miami uh, in a senior <laughs> role. That was shocking. I cannot believe I, you know, was caught off guard a little bit. Definitely. Um, especially since you know, you know, Daniel Allen, our president. Uh, I don't know if it was last week, week before, was saying, you know, we want shovels in the ground. Um, I forget when he said, but so. The fact that we have our athletic director leaving, you know, was surprising to me. Oh, absolutely. This is a crazy uh, development considering our current position, as you said. First off, first off, I'm really glad that we decided to do a podcast now and not on on Monday because we cause yeah that, we knew that we that's the we, reason why we would have to have an emergency pod again to talk about it because this is a this is a big um, a big change that we're gonna have to undergo. Um, I will say that, uh, yeah, he, the the timing is interesting. Uh, Dave Givings coming up, as we know, the fact that he is going to Miami during this pivotal moment in the athletic department and in the school's history uh, is uh, it doesn't leave a good look um, at, at at this point. But, but as we know. Um, it was during the uh, Wednesday, uh, uh, the Wednesday round of the A10 tournament that our our president did say that we're going to have shovels in the ground, um, and you know it's it's happening this year. Uh, that that's kind of you know that's kind of where m- my mind is right now, and how mm-hmm. how how do we how do we move on and and achieve that goal with no current athletic director. Um, it's going to need to be a quick turnaround here. 
in order to keep this keep this thing going. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It's a shocking turn of events. Um, you know, I heard we've heard murmurs and whispers that you know Baptiste has got you know got offers you know last uh, off season you know maybe to go to I think it was also out there like BC or somewhere else or I don't know what kind of role but we heard murmurs and whispers but I wasn't sure if there was any real legitimacy legitimacy to it and Mm -hmm. now you know um obviously there was it kind of calls into question to me you see you know he it said he you know was here since august of 2019 so he was here for you know three and a half years you know colleen had a very short tenure um so it kind of calls into question to me it's like, you know, these professionals are using it as a stepping stone, um, you know, to further their career. Um, so, I mean, I guess that's a good thing. I mean, yeah, I'm kind of curious the legacy. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I want to jump into the legacy yet. We probably should keep talking about it. But yeah um, you question his loyalty right you, that that's the, the first is, thing like should we jump there yet or should we still talk about what currently has to be done like he currently you know he hired the basketball coach his main thing the reason why he was hired here three and a half years ago was to bring an arena right yeah like that was his goal coming from northwestern and like currently he leaves without it you know i i think you know things are you know, we'll see, you know, like Dan Allen said, shovels in the ground, shovels in the ground, whatever. I mean, I guess if that happens, you have to give him credit because then he would, you know, he would, you know, do what he's, you know, um, stood out to do. Yeah. But, do you think when he, he, uh, you know, decided to go to Miami, <clears throat> did he already tell, you know, the Miami people that, you know, this is happening. Like I did it before it even happened. Oh, right? oh like, good. like you put like, on your resume. Well, yeah. What's the resume? What did does your resume look like? That's a good question. I cut seven athletic programs. Like, like <laughs> is that on the like, – Yeah. That's true. Like, what have you done – like, what do you put on your resume as LaSalle athletic director? I don't want to get, like, too critical. But, yeah, do you take credit for it even though it's not done yet? If it – you know what I mean? If it does happen – like, can you – that's a really good question. I feel he, like there's no way you can. No, you started it, but he didn't you finish start, it. Yeah, you started it. I guess you can – yeah. You started a twenty million dollar campaign or whatever. Yeah, it, the the I, I the way that I can how you word it. Yeah, the way that I can summarize it is that this university as a whole has changed hands a lot, and no no single person is going to be responsible for uh, the accomplishment of 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 this arena. You know what I mean? It's going to go yeah, through like weird. three different groups of people. It seems like or three different administrations. Right? I, I it's kind of interesting to me that. Uh, yeah. No one person can say this was all me. It it the, and also all the negatives we can dive into when we talk about the legacy. Like all those negatives could be uh well, actually we can pinpoint to one administration. But a lot of these things are just changing hands and yeah. there's no consistency with no. leadership. So no. it's like who, who if you're an employee there, you know, how how do you move on when this this keeps changing every three years? I guess yeah. that is kind of the sports environment. You see that a lot in pro sports. You see that a lot in, now more than ever in collegiate athletics. 
Uh, Even the workplace too. Yeah, there's a lot of changeover. There's a lot of changeover. So yeah, I guess on his resume, he said, you know, hey, I I got this thing started, which was a big step forward. Um, There's a lot of negatives though that that he he had um, a hand in at LaSalle during this time. So it, I don't know. It's it's very interesting to me how these stories break and you, you there's mixed reactions from different groups mm-hmm. and it all it's all based on how you know what have you done for me lately um and and right now i mean it's just that we got to a certain point we got like halfway <laughs> you know what i mean like the, the, it, he didn't finish the job job's not finished but, 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 but the, i feel like it's further than halfway if dan allen says that there's gonna be shovels on the ground you know at some point this year in 2023 because that's when the Glazer, you know, the Glazer gift can't expire. Yeah. I feel like it's more than 50%. But, like, I mean, I guess I'm kind of splitting hairs yeah. at, like, the point. Because I, if you – I was looking at the message boards, you know, prior to coming on here. And I feel like it's a real kind of mixed bag of him. Some people think he did a decent job. Some people, you know, weren't really crazy about him. and Yeah. Saying that, you know, he was, you know, Colleen's choice. Um, so it, I mean, LaSalle's very, very different. It's, it's crazy to think that, you know, Colleen had a certain image and she didn't, I feel like, like she left early. Yeah. Baptiste had a vision and he doesn't put his vision to the finish line. Like yeah. it, it's very, very telling. It's very interesting. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I don't know. Um, if he, I mean, I, I think he did do some, you know, good, good things. I mean, yeah, a few setting up the Martin Luther King day um, thing with St. Joe's having that. I thought that was a pretty good idea. I know that, you know, he was about, you know, diversity inclusion with the A-10. I think he was on the board for something of that with that. I think he was the, you know, might've been the leader with that yeah. for the A-10. He got beer in goal arena. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but I know That's there were legacy. some negatives. You know, if you they cut the baseball program, he cut you know six other programs, and you know people, and you're not going to be happy about that. You know, he yeah. didn't see this thing to the finish line. He was here for three and a half years. I feel like as an athletic director, that's a very short tenure. Yeah, um, I agree. This this uh, environment we're in, the, Baptiste is the last remaining uh, person from Hanich's uh administration yeah and so when you think of it like that a lot of negativity comes forward right that's that's where the negativity comes from because that administration by most accounts was uh well it put the university back in a lot of ways so that that's why we're seeing the mixed reactions the baseball team is a huge reason why you can hate this guy um that was like really tough in a lot of ways like when you talk about legacy that was that was probably the most notable, notable legacy. Him and Anich did that, um, and we'll never forget that. I mean, that's the type of stuff that you never forget. So, uh, but I guess it, it, it was never going to be like completely positive. His resume was never going to be like glowing, squeaky clean. Um, yeah, squeaky clean. But I guess it was a necessary. We won't, we won't know all the behind the scenes stuff. Um, he'll say it was necessary. Some people will say it was necessary. Other people will be very upset. Yeah. And that's how it is. That's, I guess that's you know how it is to run a business these days. You got to make tough decisions. Um, but overall, I would say uh, people people are 
I, I would say some people are happy he's leaving and, and some uh, people yeah. are lukewarm or, or like uh, average. I think you're not most like people are kind of, you know, um, they're kind of like, I feel like shock. Yeah. But um, I feel like they're kind of, I think they're kind of happy, more happy. Like I don't know if happy is the word, but I think they're more pleased that he's going like as an athletic director. I've said, I was, I used to say this all the time. I haven't said it in a while. You got to shake hands. Like you, you got to be noticeable. You got to shake hands and kiss babies. And yep. he was always high. Like he was very, I feel like he was not like a extrovert. You know I mean? He's very introverted. Yeah. You would see him, you know, on the corners, you know, either, um, you know, right near the women's bathroom at the games or, um, you know, right near that locker room. He, yep. all, he was very, very quiet. I mean, I guess it's okay, but I feel like as athletic director, you got to really, you know, I feel you got to engage alumni. You got to, you know, really, yeah, engage your alumni, engage your donors, engage, 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 engage. And he didn't do that. Like, I know you can do stuff behind the scenes, but at some point you got to be visible. You are the focal point. Like, you are the athletic director. You're the face yeah. of LaSalle Athletics. And I feel like he was very quiet at times, like too quiet. Like, you got to step out of your comfort zone and be visible because, like, that's not going to work. I mean, I, I don't know what he's doing, but he could be doing great stuff behind the scenes. But I, I just think he w- had to be, he wasn't as visible um, enough. Like I agree. He, like in that role, that's what you got to be. And yeah. um, I didn't see that firsthand. firsthand. Um, we wish we did. Yeah. I wish I saw. Yeah. Like I would, I feel like that's really, and it's not a hard thing to do because, you know, you see these people, you make a face to face interaction and it, you know, it can make an impression on them you know, to give to the school to, you know, come again, like that, like face-to-face encounter is very, very important. Yeah. You mentioned, um, to give the day of giving is coming up. Perhaps, perhaps, uh, this, this was timed well, um, Baptiste, you know, went to people, you know, trying to get some support, some donors, and maybe there weren't as many that were in line with his thinking as we thought. And now with his departure, hopefully, people that are on the fence or want you know somebody else in there as ad will help out during the day of giving maybe maybe baptiste is doing us a favor in a sense and kind of letting uh, letting lasalle take its course from the day of giving side of things you know what i mean maybe there's there's people that want to give more money but weren't exactly you know impressed with what he had i mean i i don't know that that's that's a theory here but I guess it will really be telling during the day of giving if we break another record or keep things moving forward. Yeah. If uh, Baptiste is the reason, um, it's it's just it's an awkward situation to be in at the the school, and I I hope that people see this and say you know it's it's just a bump in the road, like it's it's a short lived bump in the road. I would imagine the AD needs to be they're going to get somebody in there as soon as possible because of the arena being built. Yeah. And and the day of giving will be impactful. That's like we everybody's got to, you know, kind of switch gears fast here and bounce back from losing an, an athletic director. Um, I guess there's some candidates out there that could possibly jump in quickly. Um, but when you talk about the legacy, I agree, Rich. It, it's it's uh, mixed reviews, mixed yeah. reviews, leaning towards overall negative. Um, 
the the only thing that we can hang on to right now the only positive that i can see that's like very big and will last hopefully forever is the progression of the arena project okay it, it moved forward i was gonna say it moved forward i think right it moved forward um ashley howard was hired by him right that didn't go as planned um they did it i mean i mean they got the top guy ashley howard was the top guy um was that his hire or was if that he was hired in august of 19 was that like right after if ash this would have been ash's fifth year i don't i don't think he hired him was it bradshaw i think it must have been bradshaw and colleen well, to check check that, I, I, you know what? I bet you're right, Rich. You have a better sense of timeline than I do, so you can't even hang your hat on that if you're Baptiste. Um, it really was the only goal in our mind was the arena, and I think it moved forward a little bit, but there was a lot of setbacks along the way, um, yeah. outside of basketball, uh, aka the baseball program disappearing as well as uh, swimming. But the, they brought that back with the proper. Um, funding i believe if if i'm not mistaken so uh yeah it's just overall uh, i mean it's a shame it's a shame that this is what happens i mean you could tell if people are i guess he is one of those guys that you know he's he's definitely making a lateral or a vertical move in his career uh lasalle was obviously going to be a stepping stone for him mm-hmm. and it showed in, in the way he interacted with us i mean that that could be a reason why he wasn't as forthcoming and why he I, was I just think that's going personality yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I, I I think, you know, it's kind of a mixed bag for me because I think he did do some good things. You know, you know, if the arena happens, you got to give him credit for that. I mean, especially, you know, it took 10 years it, it, if this thing happens. So yeah. if he, you know, puts it to the finish line, I give him credit for that. And the higher Dumpty and, you know, to fire Ashley Howard – that looks like a good move. Like that looks like a really, really good move. That's a good point. I, I don't think that was easy. So, I mean, you know, he did some good. He did some bad. Like it's a mixed bag. But, I mean, it, it, I mean, yeah, he. I feel like you're gonna do that in any job. So if he, you know, if that arena happens and you know what he did, because this looks like a heck of a move. You know, I think LaSalle as a basketball program is better right now than it was last year with that hire. And you got to give Baptiste credit for making that. Cause it wasn't, I, I feel like it wasn't, you know, an easy decision. Yeah. Um, so There's, yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah, I feel like, you know, he did some good, did some bad, but um, there is one those thing. Two I, things are huge. There's one thing I'm going to think about, and this might not be a popular opinion, but <clears throat> I don't think we're uh, the word instability should be used right now. I know that Baptiste is leaving, but I do feel like, and I don't have too many reasons for this, but I just feel like LaSalle is becoming more stable in as a whole. Do you feel that way? Wait, like, like do you think ahead, the loss ahead. when you think of the loss of Baptiste to Miami, do you feel like we're unstable? As a university or yeah. as a athletic department? University Both. as a whole? Both. Do you think we're un- unstable? Like to me, Dunphy stabilized it more than Baptiste did. I feel more. But I feel would you fine. say the jury's still out on that though? Like, I, could you stabilize in one? Like, I feel like it depends. I feel stabilized. Like, who they replace it with? Like, I, I feel stabilized. I feel stabilized. I think that Dunphy did more for in me. terms of basketball or terms of everything. I think that. But I think that Dunphy we, 
made a lot of moves just just alone just joining LaSalle coming back home and being the head coach I felt I feel more at ease with him involved and Baptiste could leave which he did another AD could come in and leave and I would still feel like we're better than we were I I don't know why I feel that way in terms in terms of the athletic department and, and the university I I know an AD is very 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 important but to have a coach that can build the program up and somebody that is just like really really well known speaks volumes to me it makes me feel better about the program as a whole i guess i'll add i i guess you can say would would you i think you'll agree with what i'm gonna say would you say with the addition of daniel allen right would you say yeah. under daniel allen his leadership kind of stabilized it and then you know you have dumpy who you know is doing a good job did a really you know superb job in year one and you know under you know daniel allen's leadership he's going to make sure he picks the right athletic director. So yeah. I feel like you got to, he's got to, he's, I mean, I, I would say he's got to be a focal point. Yeah. Um. I just feel really good about the Dunphy thing. I just feel like really good about him being involved. I don't, I just, I, I just you trust him. Yeah. But you know, he's not going to let it foul. Like you feel like, yeah, he, yeah, he's not going to make, he's yeah. not going to let LaSalle foul. Like, yeah. What I mean is Baptiste loss is not necessarily a massive loss for us. That's how I. That's how I feel. I feel like it's not like no, I, I kind the of biggest setback. I feel fine. I still feel good about the university. That's kind of where I'm coming from here. I and and really don't have many facts for that. I just I just love that we have Dunphy, and I love that the president went on there during the Wednesday matchups of the A10 tournament and said that we are going to have an arena. He understands how important it is. Yeah. Dave Giving is coming up. Um, I I don't know. I just I just feel like the university is in a different place than what it was you know before we hired dunphy yeah no that's fair that's fair um you know we'll, we'll see what happens mm-hmm. um yeah I, I i do kind of know yeah i'm I, I really like what daniel allen is doing um i feel like he's you know quite ambitious you know he, he he's pushing a lot of things i feel like he's very active he, he you know, barely started. Letters. He just started. It, yeah, like, you know I, mean? I don't think he's been here started a full year yet. Um, but yeah, I agree. I I do see you know forward progression here, and even though they're losing, they're yeah losing their athletic director. Um, I I don't think, you know, they'll skip a beat. And I hope. I mean, that you know that position is very vital, and hopefully, you know, they can find someone who's a fit, you know, pretty quickly. I agree. I think they will. I think they will. I think it's in a very good position here, especially if you can tell the next AD that we've got an arena on the way. Like we've got the money. We're ready to put shovels into the ground per president's words. Yeah. Uh, that, that feels really good. That that feels like we're in a really good position now. So. Yeah. Like, do you think the successor to Baptiste will be a, um, like a, short-term one or one who's here for a longer period of time will he be like in the dumpy ish stage or do you think he'll be here for a while i mean that's the only thing that worries me there'll be an interim guy right uh we had that before um i'm blanking on his name but we had an interim uh it was broadshaw bradshaw but oh no you know what it was the president o'shaughnessy that's who i was thinking of they had an interim president in um president o'shaughnessy but um, I, that, that could worry me a little bit. 
It's just that we keep going through every three years a new AD. Yeah. Um, but hey, if they're that good and Miami's calling them, they must have done something right. They must have, you know, made some sort of progression. Yeah. Um, and so that's all you can really hope for is even if it's baby steps, Baptiste's moves felt kind of like more so baby steps or like slow, slowly moving mm-hmm. steps. It's better than going backwards, right? It's yeah. better than going backwards. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. I, I, Rich, I really think that they need to hire somebody that will be here for ten years. <laughs> or is that? But you think that's well, that world's kind of changed? Yeah, that world may have changed though, and and this is the new world. Might, we live you might in. get five years. I don't know if you, you know. I'm curious. You know, there's some names thrown out there. I'm curious if they go to them or they go, you know, some other route. route. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, when you talk about replacements, you've got a. Uh... We've got a familiar face over at Rowan running their yeah, athletic they, department. <laughs> I was talking to someone about that today, and they were saying that on when he was on the Three Bid League podcast, um, you know, with Tyler and Matt, our boys, that he was talking about retirement. I don't remember him saying that. I think he, he probably I, he, he might have. So I'm curious if, you know, same kind of thing like Dumpy, if LaSalle call, you know, G would pick up and, you know, do what he has to, you know, he, you know, take it upon himself to do it. I mean, he's 60 years old. You know, he, he's not, you know, as quite old as, as Fran, <laughs> but you know, I'm, I'm curious. Uh, it could I'm, be like his way out. Like he, so he says but, he's going to retire. If that's true, he's going to retire from Rowan, the athletic director. He's an athletic, John Giannini is an athletic director, athletic director at Rowan. He could hypothetically come over to LaSalle for a year or two and then retire. Yeah. But I'm curious. Like he probably likes to still call game. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know if he'd be able to do that because I feel like this job might be a little more, you know, hands on than what he's doing at Rowan. Yeah. Uh, like, could he still call games? Like, no, you're right. He's kind of I don't. I, I don't think. I I can't see that. I would love for it to happen, but I don't think he's going to do that. That's a good point. I feel like he's kind of moved on when you when you talk when you bring up the games and like him yeah. working for USA Network and stuff like that. It seems like yeah. he's changed careers almost. So yeah. yeah, maybe we'd have to rule know. out Dr. John. Yeah. Well, yeah, you never know. Dunphy was hey, Dunphy was on the sidelines too, calling games. And now look at that. He's our head coach. So that would be kind of funny because um, you know, Dunphy was on that like sideline area. Yep. You know, became coach. And then G sat in that seat <laughs> like yeah. a couple times when he was like scouting and and then that'd be really funny. Yeah. It's like what's in that seat? I need to yeah. sit there. Everybody sits there becomes I'm gonna, a high-ranking yeah. official at LaSalle University. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm curious if I like if I mean those two names are kind of just thrown out there. I'm yeah. curious how realistic they are. I'm sure. I don't know. I'm sure <laughs> they'll have legit. I'm sure. I, I doubt if that happened, but that'd be cool. I mean, those yeah. are easy names to throw out there. Yeah, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. Um, it feels good to uh, be involved in the newsbreaking business once again. Uh, we we were one of the first accounts to tweet about this, uh, so much that uh, hoops hoops Weiss, the, the legendary hoops Weiss, he's one of a uh, kind, one of a kind, tweeted out. And you know, sometimes there's typos. You know, it happens. Mm-hmm. Hoops Weiss said, "Per only fans, Lasalle AD Bob <laughs> Baptiste leaving <laughs> to senior role at University of Miami. His name's Brian Baptiste, but yeah. we'll take the credit. Thank you for the credit, Hoops, and uh, keep on hoops tweeting. in the house." We love hoops. Hoops is in the house. <laughs> oh man, he, that's all he, I got. He's I mean, just one of a kind. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a legend. Like that was just an all timer. 
Yeah, an all-time tweet from Hoops, and we're glad we we have synergy with him. We're glad that uh, he treats us as a as a capable news source, which we absolutely are. Never doubt us. We're highly, we're very connected. Um, but I mean, Rich, do you have any other thoughts here? I mean, that's that's my main thoughts about this. Like, it's it's crazy to me. It's I'm very surprised that this is happening to us right now. Um, but I don't think it's I don't think it's a major step back in fact i think we'll be okay yeah i hope we can kind of you know ride through this and they find the right hire um yeah because i feel like it's a very important important time with LaSalle. and you know if you're a perspective but then again i i think if you're a prospective athletic director and you see you know a president saying they're gonna have shovels in the ground I would say this position is more, um, what's the word? Uh, lucrative? Yes. Yeah. I wasn't going to say that word, but yes, it's more lucrative than it was before Baptiste got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because your your plans are better. You got it. I, I would say it's more appealing to a candidate. Like I would say like it's not, like it's a better position than it was I think when Baptiste got it, I think yeah. that's what I would say. Do you think, do you think here's a tin hat moment? Do you think Danny Allen knew when he brought it up on Wednesday's halftime report, when Dan Allen said, we're going to have shovels in the ground. Do you think he knew that Baptiste was hitting the trail? So he wanted really to sell good. the university and kind of like boost it a little bit. And if he said it on the radio show, then maybe it would help the case to get a new AD. That, I mean, cause he knew, I mean, you're the marketing guy. <laughs> Danny knew. Maybe they plugged it. Maybe they I'm did a curious. You know, whenever you have a job, you usually give two weeks' notice. I don't know, like when you make it public. I don't know how how that you know time frame kind of works. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But he did a good job of selling it. If he knew that, yeah, you know, in the back of his mind. So, and Danny, know, we we'll trust. See- yeah, Dan and Danny, we trust. We'll see what happens. <laughs> um, but I think you know this job is more appealing than it was four years ago, and we will see. You know, and that's a credit to Baptiste. Who, yeah, it's a credit. Exactly, that's a credit to Baptiste. Um, I mean, because I feel like he did some. Like I said, he did some. You know, good things here in this position. Yeah. It's not. You know, not all. Not all negative. Um. Yeah, the so, new you know, AD. Gotta give him credit. Yeah, and uh, you know, wish him luck. You know, at the U, the U. It's all about the U. Maybe they'll bring back baseball. Maybe the new AD will bring back baseball. Yeah, <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, especially because like they had like a career year and then they like retired. That's just yeah. crazy, and that just you know makes you know made everyone so mad. Yep, like they had exactly. this career year. They brought in like good amount of recruits, um, and then you know, toodles. Like, yep, sad. Sad. Yep. Save it. Let's go. Bring it back. Yeah. Bring it back. Um. Okay. So we just spent, you know, a good chunk of the opening, you know, talking about, you know, Brian Pepti's leaving because it's, you know, news and, um, yeah, shocking development that you know we didn't know was going to happen. Um. Yep. But, you know, one of the reasons why we also wanted to record was to tie a bow on the season. Because the season's over, unfortunately. LaSalle lost in the quarterfinals. Wow, doesn't that sound amazing? Wow. 
of the Atlantic 10 tournament. Um, you know, they lost the Fordham 69-61. We were there in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center on Thursday night, 7.30. You know, it was a packed house. You know, a lot <laughs> to of an extent. fans. To, to an extent. I mean, it wasn't packed. It was packed. A lot of Fordham fans, like the lower bowl. Like, <laughs> yeah, the lower bowl. Like it was kudos, a, kudos it was to a them. Lot like bedlam at the Barclay. <laughs> um, <laughs> it looked nice. It was a fun being in the enemy, you know. Yeah, I mean, we were there. Yeah, I guess. We'll, yeah, let's talk about this. Um, yeah, we'll say. I mean, I give them credit. You know, I think at the beginning of the year, I mentioned that. You know, my goal. I mean, you gotta say the sixth season was a success. They win two games in the A ten tournament, they get the quarters. They haven't they haven't done that in some time. Right. And I know you were asking me, you know, is this the um, you know, the best they've been in ten years? And I feel like the question is probably I mean, you probably argue, you know, other other, you know, some other years, but you could put this year right up there. It was definitely, you know, a success. You know, year one of Dumphy kind of solidifying the program. Um, you know, really getting the most out of his team. You see, you know, the guards, Brickus and Brantley really thriving under Dumphy. You know, you see Brantley after, you know, the Fordham loss saying he run through a brick wall for Dumphy, you know, call him twenty nine years old. Um, you know, just saying, you know, Dumphy would do push us with us in practice. That says a lot, you know. I don't know if you could say that they wouldn't say that about his predecessor, um, but you know things are looking up. Things are really looking up. I mean, it's good to see that you know to kind of be relevant. You know, to be one of the you know last eight teams in the A10. I mean, obviously, you know, you're not going to you know go from like you know the bottom to the top overnight. So to see that stride, it's it's definitely promising, and it's, you know yeah. it's it's really cool to see. So. Especially, you know, for LaSalle, we're usually like the joke. So to kind of see that and how much effort they gave, they um, how much effort they gave on the court, you know, it was really, really cool to see. Yeah. Every time we saw a video of them in the locker room celebrating, I thought that the culture was back. The culture at LaSalle is definitely being built up as, as we speak. The Dunphy effect is real. I know we say that a lot. We've tweeted it a lot. But you're right. That quote from um, Brantley, that post game was amazing. Uh, I've no, I haven't seen that type of loyalty in a post game press conference in a while. I haven't seen that much respect um, and just overall positivity. And despite defeat, I thought that they, the team as a whole, has just grown so much over the season. And it's all kudos to him. I mean, this 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 game was like full blown like enemy territory style against Fordham. It was entirely Fordham fans. And they battled. I thought that they were in it until the end. Um, they left it all out on the floor. And that's a, that's what they've done every game, I feel like. I feel like most games, aside from the one-off one, one clunkers that, you know, you get you, you see once in a while. It happens. I would say, yeah, it happens. They left, they left it on the floor in all those other games. Um, so I would say the culture's back. And we have building blocks. This team was, was incomplete. We said it all year long. This team was incomplete. Right, we had guys like, w- like we're like, where where do we go here? Where's the where's the front court? You know, uh, what happens if we lose 
Brantley or Brickus? What happens? Like, how will we survive as a team? And by the end of the season, they were doing the most with less. They were doing so much with less. Um, it was ultimate. It was always the David and Goliath mentality here. But I don't think like the A10 isn't as tough as like it isn't as crazy and difficult to compete it as we think it is. If you have a really good coach like Fran Dunphy, you can compete with other A10 schools. And we saw that. Like we totally were undermanned in a lot of ways, but they fought, they had a game plan and they executed it. And that's why we had that five game win streak, which I'll never forget. And that's why I feel so positive. I feel I, this is the most positivity I've felt towards LaSalle basketball in 10 years. Not since the 20 or the Sweet 16 run have I felt this good about a team. And that's all because of one man and and his 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 guys. So that that says a lot. Maybe maybe I'm biased because Rich and I got to see a lot of awesome games in person. Maybe I'm biased here, but I I really think that I haven't felt this way in in ten years, and that's a fact. Like, just speaking for ourselves, like it, this hasn't happened in a very long time. It does look like the culture is back. You know, everyone seems like you know everyone likes Dumphy. You see the videos of the locker room the oh yeah like that with Mahalik <laughs> yeah like, it's really good camaraderie um you know to kind of have that stability I know the with NIL and everything it's like kind of you know who's going to come back who's going to come back but you know I feel like it's huge you know you gotta you like for next season to be a success you know we need Nickelberry not Nickelberry. That'd be nice too for him to come back. But that would be nice. You know, Brickus and Brantley, we need them to come back. They're the foundation of the team. You saw that in the A10 tournament, how important they were. You know, they willed us through the Rhode Island win. They willed us through the Duquesne game. Like that was an unbelievable performance. They, they left their heart on the line. You know, they played so hard against Fordham. You know, even though there was all those fans at Barclays, how loud it was. You know, we battled to the end. You know, we got within, you know, five, four or five points yep. within a minute left. You know, it was, we battled so, so hard. Um, and, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, but I feel like it's important to get those two back. And then, you know, they'll probably have Rokas. Like, it's his development going forward is very, very essential. You know, keeping Gil, having him off the bench, you know, being that spark plug. I feel like that's huge, but um, I feel like Gil will start if he if he comes back. Yeah, I mean that bench. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But you know, just having those two as the foundation. You know, hopefully they're not going anywhere. You know, we haven't heard anything yet in the portal. So you know, we'll see if the dramas come back or Nickelberry. We'll see what happens with them. But um. I feel like, you know, having those two guys, you know, as a foundation, it's huge. Um, and hopefully we, they can build on that, um, you know, going forward into next year. I love how Rokas developed. I feel like Rokas was a big part of that tournament run. I feel like he was, he was, he was around. Like he was, yeah, he, he showed some sparks. He, he showed helped. some sparks. Yeah. He helped him and Deshaun Shepard helped a lot. And, and so did the rest of the bench. I feel like the rest of the bench, Donfi kept a tight rotation overall. And I'm glad that he was able to find that that rotation. Um, I was I was glad that he was able to pick out you know guys he can rely on. 
which is all you can ask for when you when you develop and these teams change hands every season right people come in and come out it's like a, it'll feel like ha- a whole or half a new team you know what i mean like the team is like yeah. half replaced so early on there was growing pains and then as you go on Dunphy was able to tighten up his rotation because he trusted yeah. these guys more. They each developed in certain ways, and and that's why they were able to play so well together in the tournament. Yeah, it looks like you know they all had their certain roles. Um, yeah, and I feel like he got used to coaching them. Like when we saw that you know Lafayette game, you know one of the last games of the non-conference, I guess you know the last one was Howard. Yep. Um, you know. In the NCAA tournament, uh, Congrats, they Howard. play. Oh, they play someone really good because they're 16. But um, you know, we saw Lafayette. We're like, oh my god, can you believe this? Blah blah blah. And then you know, now you see it how they end the season. It's like, wow, you know, he completely changed his, you know, approach. You know, in a ten play, having Nickelberry come off the bench. You know, having those defined roles, starting the dramas, starting Mamadou, and having the, you know the, the killer bees. You know, the Malay the Malay men, the killer bees. Yeah, and that was a starting lineup. He developed that. Everyone had their set roles. You know, then you have Gil coming off the bench, bringing energy, and then you got Nickelberry hitting threes. Um, you know, Rokas, you know, coming in there. You know, he really, you know, got guys into their niche in their roles, and I feel like they flourished under that. So I give him a lot of credit, you know, making adjustments. Um, so, you know, it was really, really cool to see. Um, you know, we'll see what happens, you know, next year, like we said before. Um, unfortunately, you know, like you've been saying on previous podcasts, you kept saying it and saying it and saying it. And, you know, some people were like, oh, like, where are you getting this entire information from? It's like nothing. We were just go all the games. We look at the body language and – you see something looks a little off. You know, you kept saying, gotta keep Deshaun Shepard. We gotta, gotta keep, keep Deshaun Shepard. Yep. We gotta keep Deshaun Shepard. And like, I don't know, one or two days after, you know, LaSalle gets knocked out, he goes right in the portal. Well, yeah. you're, you know, you're, you knew what you called it. You were scared of it. I was scared. And you were right on the money. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you saw him, you know, he had a role being, I kept, I forgot him. You know, he had such a role coming off the bench, being, you know, he played the four or five grabbing rebounds. You didn't yep. think, like, the, the way Dumphy developed him was unbelievable. Yes. The way he grabbed rebounds. You know, he early in the year, he was stashed on the bench to get a handful of minutes. He was stashed on the bench with Ash. But his emergence development was unbelievable. And, you know, it's kind of sad to see, see him go in the portal because he would be such a spark plug, you know, a good piece to have going into the next season, you know, how he ended it and his impact. It was really cool to see, but you know, you called that you really did. And uh, <laughs> it's, you know, it's sad to see. Yeah. The reason I thought it was going to happen was I saw him run, walk over the bench and he, I, I don't think he talked to Donnie Carr and Donnie Carr got frustrated. Uh, I was like, Oh, it seems like there's some sort of disagreement there. That could have totally not been why uh, maybe he wants more playing time elsewhere. Maybe there could be, a, there's a myriad of, a lot of playing time though. I thought he played a lot. Like, 25, 30 minutes. Like, I don't know what he wants to play the whole thing. At the end, he got more. But, like, yeah. you know, at the beginning of the season and, and last year, could have been reason to transfer alone. You know what I mean? So, it, it's a shame. And I really, really, really wanted him to stay because I feel like he could have been our next great basketball player on this team. He's going to be very useful for another team. I really am skeptical that he'll come back uh, based on his, um, like, letter and, and all the comments. I think it was. 
we saw a lot of comments from other teammates, like, you know, heart, heart emojis and like, love you, bro. Like go, go be great. I saw a comment, go be great from Nickelberry. So I really oh. don't, I'd be, I'd be surprised if Deshaun comes back. Oh. Um, it was very quick how he said he was out. So I, yeah. it seemed like his mind was made up and I saw that. I saw that on the court and we watched a lot of games and we were, I was so I was like, no, please don't let it happen. Please don't let it be true. Maybe that's just his demeanor every game. Um, but unfortunately, that's that's what happened. So we lost. We were just talking about the culture. I still think there's some good culture at LaSalle. There's gonna be dudes that leave. Like that's that's the nature of the beast these days. Kids don't want to hang around. Uh, they want to look elsewhere. And if they're uncomfortable, they bounce. And that's what happened here. I don't think it's a reflection of Dunphy. I don't think it's a reflection of LaSalle, I think it's a hundred percent personal preference and, yeah, and, no, you know, no. somebody wanting to go off and, uh, and, you know, ex- explore, so to speak. Uh, is that how you feel that too, Rich? I mean, that's just kind of uh, my, I, 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 my I, why'd you say explore there? That was not, not the way, not the way to use explore. Um, <laughs> but he is literally exploring the portal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a shame because he added such another dimension, you know, to, you know, LaSalle, you know, sometimes, you know, getting up on some of those blocks was insane. Some of those alley-oops, grabbing some of those rebounds. It was really cool to have a guy with that kind of athleticism because you don't really see a guy like that come through LaSalle with that kind of athleticism. I know we had Jack Clark last year. Yeah. But, you know, Shep, you know, Jack Clark is more, I feel like a more talented, you know, score. <laughs> That's why he's at NC State. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see where, you know, Shep ends up at like what conference yeah um because i feel like he's still i feel like he doesn't have the be- like he's what six five six six <laughs> maybe he's a nice taller with his hair but yeah. um i'm curious what kind of comp what conference he'll go to he had because his shooting needs a little bit of work you know sure. what i mean he's very athletic but it's not i'm curious where he ends up i mean if i'm looking at tape if I'm a coach looking at tape, I'm like, oh my God, his ceiling is so high, like literally and figuratively because he can jump so high. I feel like he has a lot of potential, right? Yeah, but, but like what conference, like can he go higher than the A-10? Like I feel not, like he no can. Intended? I feel like he can, but he, he has to accept the fact that he won't get as many minutes or, you know, there's a myriad of reasons why when you go up, there's challenges, but the dude, the dude controls his own destiny here. I feel like he could yeah. have a lot of suitors just Looking at the tape and those explosive plays he makes, not to mention all the rebounds he got, he would out rebound. He would out rebound most of our team, and that's very valuable to a lot of coaches. So, I, if I'm a head coach and I'm looking for people in the transfer portal, he's probably like my one guy, like one A. Like I would, I would hunt him down immediately. I would definitely recruit him. That's I'm just cu- my two cents. Yeah, I love to see, you know, on verbal commits or you know the tweet that comes out when you see his offer list. I'd yeah. love to see, you know, the range of schools that are that will offer him. It'll be I bet there'll be some see. high major. I I I I want to say that. I know he he didn't put up the numbers, like the scoring numbers. Mm-hmm. But you could think of him like a JUCO or like a yeah. a guy who's just still getting out of high school. But he's not going to light it. He's never going to light up like the points. He's never going to like. I, I don't defend. think he'll ever average like fifteen or like he could, but like in a like. You still gotta like dig it out of him to yeah. get him like a fifteen point cons- like I don't know or yeah, like is an energy really. jive off the bench to because it took a while for Dumphy to like use him in a role that was like wow like yeah 
We'll see. Yeah. I'm, 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 yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait to see that tweet. We'll stay tuned. <laughs> see who's who's looking at him. Yeah. Um. Any other takeaways uh, from the season? From the season as a um, whole? Or uh, any other takeaways from the A-10 tournament? I mean, the Duquesne game, watching from afar, watching on TV. I really wish we were at that one, too. Yeah. Uh, or, we, uh, we're suckers for A-10 basketball so much that we saw all four games on Thursday because we had so much FOMO. I feel like at game two, we were like, oh, this is going to be a long day. Yep. Um, and it, it, it definitely was. We got our wind back. We met some Fordham fans. We met some other fans of other teams. Um, shout out to a, a large group yep. of A10 Twitter. Yeah, shout there. out Curry Hicks Age. It's cool finally meeting you. Shout out Dave Waraska. Yep. Ultra Meister. Some of you guys, if we didn't name you, Tyler, Matt, you know, it was a pleasure, you know, talking. Yep. You know, ergonomics as well. Ergonomics. Ergonomics. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Ergonomics. That was fun. G- good for Fordham overall. I mean, we, we we knew we were going to go into enemy territory, but to see that many people out there for Fordham supporting them makes me think that LaSalle could be like that one day. <laughs> yeah, one day. I mean, you got a little bit of FaceTime, just a little bit. <laughs> that is You true. weren't memed or anything. I'll say this. I, I had my one, um, my, uh, what was it called? Like my pro one tip. moment. Probably yeah, had, my like one shining little... moment. No, I have a pro tip. It was the hee-ha instead of defense. You know, like save your voice. Didn't quite work out, but I still believe that that could work if you want to just go hee-ha instead of defense. That works. My other pro tip, make sure you wear a color that is not the opponent's. So if your team is blue and gold or a dark color, you know what I mean? Diversify. You got Fordham you out stick there. Out. You, yeah, you want to stick. Like in my if you book, want to. If that's if your you agenda. Want, yeah, true. If you want to, that's a good point, Rich. If you want to stick out. If you want to stick out, do your homework. I'm sure if you're a big fan, you have enough clothing to like diversify. So I got like a white jersey, blue jersey, and a yellow jersey. And I just literally do the opposite color, whatever most opposite it could be to the team that we're playing. And and lo and behold, you'll get on TV like every time. It's it's a no brainer. <laughs> Granted, we were like really good seats. Yeah. Um. That yeah that 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 helped that a, helped lot. a lot. We were noisy too. Uh, there's something about being in enemy territory and 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 just cheering loudly for your school it feels you feel immense sense of pride yeah and uh i I love that stuff i also love traveling i think that that is a one thing i learned this season is that i love going on road trips um college basketball is is a relatively cheap operation like you can go and see your team if it's not too far for relatively low price and and we like i feel like we capitalized and we were able to travel and see new sites and i you know i combine my two loves traveling and sports together and that's what we got. We went on a lot of road trips. Uh, yeah, we're a jinx, but guess what? <laughs> we're not going to stop. We're not going to stop going on yeah. road trips. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it might not have been the results we wanted. Obviously, it wasn't, you know, going, I don't know, 0-4 or 0-5, you include Nova. Ugh. I don't know if that's a road trip. That's not a road trip. But but or me, it is because it's not in Philly. <laughs> uh. um, but, you know, we had a lot of fun. Um. And yeah, thank you for everyone who kind of helped us out, you know, on these road trips, giving us tips, you know, helping yeah. us out with, um, you know, suggestions, go here, go there. Um, you know, we had a really, you know, fun time. I feel like the season, just like Dunphy said, you know, it went very, very fast. Like he said, it's yep. like, oh, you know, he remembers, you know, you know, the first game of Nova. Now, you know, you snap your fingers and the season's gone. I miss you it know, already, It's kind of cool to, you know, 
experience some of these places on the road in the winter. It's, you know, it's cold enough. So it's like, might as well do something. You're not going to go out. You're not going to be outside as much as you were. So, right. You know, change it up, do something different. You know, it's cool to, you know, travel to these places. Um, you know, it, it's cool to experience something new. Yep. Um, and now so, I'm yeah, even we had more a lot excited. of fun. What do you say? I said, now I'm even more excited to, yeah. um, to go next season. Like uh, not to go yeah. on maybe as many road trips. I don't think we'll go on as many road trips next season. I, I don't want to jinx it or say that and, and then see us go on trips. Yeah, but, but it all depends on the schedule. Yeah. Like we'll see. I feel like it's not as kind of favorable as this year. We were lucky. We had a lot of weekend games that were, you know, they weren't that far, you know, George Washington, George Mason aren't that far. Um, you know, Rhode Island's a little further, but we had that, you know, planned a little bit more in advance. So we'll see um, what happens. You know, LaSalle will probably play, you know, VCU, Dayton, and St. Louis all at home. So, you know, those won't be on the list. And you don't know what opponents we're going to play away and home because they switched those up. Yep. Um, you know, we'll see. I think we'll play Richmond at, on the road. I don't know if it'll be during on the weekend that could be, a you know, a candidate. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see. But, you know, there's so much in the air. Um, yep. Yeah. But, you know, we had a lot of fun. Um, yeah. On, on to next year. On to next year. You know, now we're in the off season. Um, any other takeaways from the overall season before, I guess, we kind of uh, close it down? No, I, I, I think we covered a lot. This Be- Brian Baptiste news. Yeah. Took up a lot of our airtime and deservedly so. We're gonna obviously pod when a new AD is announced and when we hear more news about the arena. Um, but Rich, you want to shed more light on our off-season plans? Uh, before I get into that, um, you know, I want to talk about you know it was a really fun season. You know, from seeing the goal of statue, you know, meeting some of the donors, meeting you know more people on the ten Twitter, yeah. you know, people from you know Loyola, UMass. Um, probably like Rhode Island, George Mason, like meeting all those people is really, really cool when you do this podcast. You know, I feel like I'm getting into college basketball even more. So like even more nutty about it. Like I feel like being at that conference tournament is kind of like the culmination. You know, you see, you know, all these people on Twitter and you see a face to it or, you know, just engaging. It's like, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to see. Um, Cause like in this world, you like, you don't really meet, you know, um, like it's like rare to like meet strange, like not like strangers, but like you never met before, but like you do kind of in a way. Um, so it's cool to engage and, you know, meet new people and, yeah. you know, bond over a similar subject, you know, you know, having, you know, school, you know, a lot of school spirit. Cause it's like, we're, you know, the same person at different schools, you know, <laughs> little, some, you know, some more quicker than others. Um, so it's just really cool to see. Um, yeah, so it was a lot of fun and I'm sure, you know, these pat, these, you know, next, you know, seven, you know, we can't wait for, you know, November, you know? Yeah. Um, we're already thinking about it. Yeah. The NCAA tournament, NCAA tournaments here. So, you know, that's always fun these next couple three weeks, but, um, you know, now it's time for the off season and, um, hopefully we'll get some guests on. Uh, so I gotta, you know, do my part. <laughs> promised one for a long time. Hopefully, you know, we can um, you know, make some noise, some off season 
podcasts, some guests make it a little different. Um, so that'll be on the rise and we'll take a little, little break. You know, you don't want to hear us from most of any, you don't want to hear us. You need a break. You know, we were jinx boys, <laughs> probably tired of my pipes. Um, but yeah, well, you know, everyone wants to enjoy the tournament and you'll have to hear from us for a while. So, uh, maybe you'll hear from us in, you know, May. Um, but so yeah, that's the off season plan. Maybe we'll have, you know, some guests on maybe reminiscing about, you know, things that happened like 10 years ago. Um, I wonder who that could be, but, um, yeah. So anything to add to that? I feel like I just went on like a complete tangent. No. Yeah. I, I had to sit down with our director of booking our talents guy. Uh, I think we're headed in the right direction. So looking forward to, uh, the content we'll put out in, in the, uh, off season. Um, thank you for being on this ride with us. Like Rich said, it was, it was a blast. I'm just going to enjoy the tournament with no Philly teams on, on the men's side. We got Nova women's on the, on the, uh, women's side of the NCAA tournament tournament, but mm, it's a weird time for the big five. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe next year we'll have all five teams in the tournament. <laughs> I kid, I kid. Well, that does it. Another great season of explore basketball is, is uh is done. We we tied a bow on it. There was a few fireworks to end the season and on the administrative level. Uh, and we lost one guy to the transfer portal, but I'm sure there'll be more news to come, both positive and negative. And tune into our Twitter account, tune into our pod. We'll be there every step of the way, letting you know guys what, what's happening. Letting you get us to three K. Yeah. We're almost to three K followers. I can't believe it. Uh, I guess that's a little stretch goal of ours to get the three K before the season next season starts. But uh, thanks again for following us. Please rate, subscribe, DM us, follow us, block us, whatever you want to do. Uh, we're here for you. We're your soundboard. We love to connect with you all. Thanks for DMing us. We always get a handful of DMs after every pod. So thank you once again for providing your feedback. And uh, we're just going to sit back and relax as the tournament ensues. But until then, it's a great day to be an explorer. Bye, Dom.